Hello, good evening. It's Chris Saracino with my good friend Todd Matsunaga. Hello. Kicking it old school for the oddly specific podcast on this day. What day is it? October. October? It's November. Okay. It's November. Uh, Time to check the old iPhone. November 18th, 2018. It's so November. The year of our Lord. Man, it's really cold outside these days, eh? Fuck this. Fuck it. Fucking winter. So, yeah, we'll talk about that right after the intro. And here we go. So, I have a question for you right off the bat. Yeah, go. Uh, I was setting up our audio-visual equipment, and uh, yeah. you don't want to participate in the video portion of this podcast anymore. Why? Uh, okay, the reason why is because I just find it distracting. I find it throws my flow off. Okay. And I find this is a conversational, observational podcast. podcast, and I just find it easier when I'm just looking at you and engaging with you face-to-face in real time versus every second minute looking at the fucking screen oh so you were you were doing that you're finding that you were doing I, I just find it, it's, it it was affecting the quality of my of my narrative here okay okay so, i understand and i, I understand. just kind of wanted to focus on old school jams like we used to do so we i've been taking a look at our stats and thank you everybody it looks as though we have around 60 regular listeners now um mm. those are the regular you know numbers we're pulling in so that's good big six oh time um, to get this mortgage paid <laughs> uh, we also hit a milestone uh yes. last episode that's 30 episodes that we've gone through in how many years? In five, like what, 10 years? <laughs> 18 years, 30 episodes, prolific. No, 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 since 2016, 2016 when we started this. But right. we did it We did it way more regularly this year, I think, right. eh, than, than before. So right. uh, yeah, man, 30 episodes last time. Or wait, 31, actually. This is 31. This is 32. This is 32. Yeah, I posted 31 tonight. Oh, shit. I didn't, I didn't see it. It didn't load onto my phone. Yeah. I was listening to 420 Express, was which was episode 30. Yeah, so uh, w- along with the old school format, I think we're going to try to have some guests on. We just got some news that uh, Jacob Fergus uh, is very busy. He's up to his uh, eyeballs and kids right now. So. Fuck you, Gus. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I love you. Yeah, so we're going to do the podcast uh, portion. Thanks to everybody who watched us uh, mm-hmm. on YouTube or mm-hmm. Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, we still maintain, however... That you can e- email us questions at uh, oddly specific podcast at gmail.com. Of course, we're on Facebook. Uh, do we have an Instagram page? No, because we don't want to be seen at all. We're having difficulty with promotion. Yes, yes. <laughs> Actually, okay, so let's get into that then. Yeah. You did a brief foray into uh, Facebook prom- promotion. How did this Correct. work? Um, well, I, I I tried promoting the page a little bit on Facebook, mm-hmm. but and I mean it, it worked. It did to some degree. I mean, I was a little apprehensive about it. I mean, completely honest, because I didn't want to like I manage social media accounts for a living. That's okay. part of what I do, and I didn't want to like just throw caution to the wind and go bonk. You can spend a lot of money promoting a Facebook page or yeah. pages. Yeah, you got to do it in a very measured precise way if you can mm-hmm. and you've also got to push out content on these pages and it's just like you know it's tricky right See, so, so th- this is where you and i differ is because yeah. i wanted to get into doing that i wanted to have you on like segments on youtube and stuff but but right. the bottom line is is you know we're like 40 years old now neither of us has the time really or the inclination to put out any content that way that's you know 
Well, it's just, it's, it's like a really, you know what it is? Like I was having this conversation with my band mm -hmm. and you know, it's fun, right? It's fun. Like, I don't know, dude, I, I don't know. To be honest with you, if, if we had like 80,000 weekly listeners, mm -hmm. I, I don't know, man. I don't know if, if, if I'm a hundred percent into that <laughs> to be completely honest. So you just want to keep it like local? No, 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 small. no, not at all. But like, if it got like really like a full-time thing kind of thing, like I, like this is fun, right? Like it's fun. You wouldn't be into it because it would be like a job. Well, maybe at that I would point. be. I don't know, but it would be like a full time job. I'd have to start making fucking decisions and like reorganizing my life and taking yeah. this much more seriously and having all sorts of pressure. Like, so it, basically, Chris is saying fuck you to all our listeners well, right now. I think that's, I think the theme of this podcast tonight is like, you know, back to basics. Okay. And what I mean by back to basics, I mean like B A C K. Yes. The number two. The number two. And then B-A-S-I-C-Z. Back to basics. What about S-I-Q-Z? You could do that too. S-I-Q-Z? S-I-Q-Z. Yeah, you could do that yeah. too. If, and, you, okay, if so you were an asshole, but sure. I am an asshole. You are an asshole. So, and I guess the reason why <laughs> I was all into that is, you know, I watch a lot of, I hate these terms, but I watch a lot of creator videos. Right. I watch a lot of, uh, of videos about production. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we have these cameras here. Uh, I have like essentially a fully functional studio sitting next to us. You know, the Gus is, uh, Gus is like. <sighs> Uh, a photographer, yes. all that stuff. Yes, but I, I I understand what you're saying. I definitely get what no, you're saying. No, I might I might have a different take on this. Like it's it's you know I, I was I was watching a video the other day on YouTube um, about like these kids who have these monetized YouTube channels where they're getting millions of views. Yeah, and my son was kind of educating me on this a little bit. He's like, yeah, after a thousand views, you start getting paid like you know something like a tenth of a penny on each, yeah. on each subsequent yeah. view, right? I started doing the math and I was like, holy fuck, like somebody who has like 10 million views and there's yeah. quite a few people, quite who, a have, few people yeah. who have 10 million views. Yeah. That's like a, a, how much is that? Let's take a look to the calculator. Well, no, no, seriously. It's like 0. 0.001, right? Yeah. So, I mean, this is this times is, 10 million. 0. 0.01 times 10 million. No, man, it's 0.001. It's a tenth of a penny. Oh, a tenth of a penny. Okay. That's $10,000. Yeah. Yeah. $10,000 yes. off of one video. Yeah. So, you know, I, I don't want to say that it was financial motivation. Like, that, you know, it, it's just, Jesus I figured Christ. we had a visual guy. We have an audio guy. Yeah. You're fucking hilarious. You're a media dude, you know, that we could have, you know, had something going like, you know, the Nerdist or segments you know which is why i was inviting people to come on and, and oh, i still want to do, do that. that don't get me wrong yeah but i guess i guess what you're saying is you like the podcast portion like it's fine to do all that other shit but for the podcast portion yeah. you just want to have you me someone else yeah. wants to come on yeah but none of this like and facebook live shit yeah i just find no. the facebook live shit when we're tr when we're simultaneously trying to manage that and i'm conscious of it maybe it would work differently if we had like a staff yeah like a guy and a guy and he's like no no, no just talk naturally i'll take care of all the all the av shit yeah. but when you're like kind of preoccupied with that and like gus is looking at that and i gotta you know i'm totally looking at that and make sure everything's kosher there's nothing seizing and stuff like that yeah. it gets too much to consider and then it affects the flow yeah. of the discussion right so yeah i can yeah i can understand you, you kind of know what i mean yeah so, i know, so what, you it's mean. Like I know what you mean not to to reveal how the sausage gets made in the kitchen but i find like a lot of the dynamic 
is like the off the cuff. We're looking at each other. We're not. We're really just focusing on each other. Yeah. All three of us, two of us, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know. So that's what it is, right? So okay. Yeah, I get it. So I, that's why I, I kind of totally wanted get to. It. Yeah, I kind of wanted to just kind of get back into this because. But I feel if like, I find a guy, Brian Hogan, uh, to come on. <laughs> And uh, manage that shit. Yeah, yeah. Then uh, I, that's a totally different vibe, right? Yep. As long as I don't have to pay attention to it. You know? Okay. So it's like, yeah. So anyway, um, what do you want to talk about? I don't know. Like quite a few things have gone on. I, I, I wanted to tell you about a, a gadget that I've purchased that's to our left here. And I have a bit of a story about it. So it looks like it's from the future. So I don't know. How much do you know about uh, trade agreements between the United States and Canada? Um, I mean, I don't know a lot, but I know enough to know that the United States is our biggest trading partner. Okay. We're economically dependent on them. So what about purchasing goods from the United States? What about it? So I bought this thing. It's called the machine, machina. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say that. Machina micro. Right. Mark three from a company called native instruments. Right. And where are they? So this particular, uh, thing was shipped from Sunnydale, Sunnydale, California okay. to my home right. in, uh, Ottawa, Ontario. Right. And meaning uh, that you probably paid duties and taxes. Yes. So uh, the the retail cost on the website for this was $339 Canadian. And okay. it says, it said like Canadian on it. And so it got to the border and I had to pay a third of that to get it here. So a third that, of that? Yes. The, the cost at the border for the brokerage and all this stuff came to $109. Yeah. So typically what happens is that there's a, a brokerage fee yes. that... And I only know this because I import a lot of stuff from outside of. Uh, Are you like one of these Etsy dudes? No, no, no. But like I have like a couple of suppliers with my job that are in China, for instance. Okay. And what happens is that a, um, the way I understand it is a customs border agent will review the goods, look at the way bill Mm -hmm. and attribute a duty on it based on the value, the declared value. Okay. And then you got to pay H or GST on that if it's coming to a business. And I think I, I think you have to pay HST on it if it's coming to a residence. Okay. So those two things are things that are tabulated at the point of entry. Okay. So I guess what I'm saying is, should I have just waited until this thing was available in retail stores in Canada? Well, no, not necessarily. Than, no? No. Because I feel- it Was it available in Canada? No. Okay. Well, not how currently. would you have gotten it? Well, eventually it would be at a store like Long and McQuaid, more than likely. Like they carried the Mark II of that. Sure, thing. but they, they, yeah, there was no guarantee that this this particular item, yeah. No. So there's a, there's a few other items that I'm looking at uh, getting. Right. Uh, if there are any guitar players out there, there's a, a company called Chase Bliss Audio. Okay. You should check them out. They have a variety of uh, guitar pedals. I don't know why I turn into an ad every single podcast. <laughs> It's just because you're really a- endorsing things. Right well, now. yeah, like I, I come across these things. Like I find that, uh, you know, I play a lot of nylon string guitar, but when I play the electric guitar, right. I, I like to have effects, you know? Right. And uh, y- you should really check out these effect pedals from Chase Bliss Audio. They're amazing. Chase. Okay. I'm not a, I'm not a guitar player, but no. I'll take your word for it. They, they're, well, they call themselves a boutique company. Okay. They say their, their products uh, uh, have digital brain. With an analog heart. Okay. But you should check this out, Chris, because they're like, they're, a lot of their products are really sort of changing the way that you can approach the guitar. It's pretty interesting. Okay. And it's sort of a small company. It's all buds that work there. Right. They have a YouTube channel, which is hilarious. They run a show called Analog Heart. It's funny. 
Uh, I'll show it to you after the podcast, but check it out. Anyway, so I'm going <laughs> to... Those pedals, by the way, right? Um, the the two that I'm looking at are four ninety nine. Wow. Uh, Canadian. Wow. So I, after I purchased this thing, I was like, Ugh, you know, that's going to add up like a lot. Sure. If, if 339 bucks is going to result in me having to pay $109. At You're the becoming border, a gearhead. I am. I totally becoming a gearhead. Yeah, that's that's you. Yeah. So there's there's a bunch of stuff that I want to purchase, and then I want to eventually uh, release a record called "The uh, Chinese Democracy." As you make <laughs> you make fun of me, it's ten, only, ten years in the making. I've only been saying I, I want to release a record for the past like twenty years. So listen, I got to tell you this this whole conversation is kind of reminding me of when I worked at the airport. Yes, and all the shit that I would see coming off of planes. Okay, like some crazy shit. Yeah. I mean, it's some crazy, so crazy shit. You would be, you would do uh, baggage, right? Like you would see cargo, yeah, like I was people's bags, exactly, dildos I, flying out of fucking. Do, do, yeah, yes, man. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, like bags buzzing and the cargo holds up. <laughs> what the fuck is in here? And then yeah. you're like so compelled to open the. And then, you know what? I fucking did once. I was like, and sure enough, it was an electric toothbrush. This is what's but, happening. <laughs> <laughs> this is what's happening to your cargo people. No, man, it was crazy. It was like I'll never forget. That job, I've, I've talked about this job before in the, uh, on the yes, podcast. It's an epic, epic job. It was fucking crazy. You've ever been in a, in a place where like the complete essence of your being knows that you don't belong there? Yes. Oh, you have, this is happening? Man, I have like severe social anxiety, so that's everywhere I go. Okay, well, that's <laughs> awful. But, but I'm talking about like in a professional capacity, like you, you're doing something in a capitalist transaction where you're, do, you're doing something in exchange for labor, whatever. Mm-hmm. And you just know that you shouldn't be there. Like you look around and you notice that there is a, a very large difference between yourself and everyone around yeah. you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, totally. And yeah. it's like, and that was the thing. That was the essence of this job working at the airport. There was so much crazy shit that happened yeah. on airside and like these fucking planes. It was ridiculous, man. It was, and sometimes I'd watch the, um, the customs and security people yeah. and they'd be screening bags and fucking German shepherds would be like sniffing the shit out of these bags. And sometimes there'd be fucking drugs in these motherfucking things. Like, yeah. like I'm talking but, like a lot of drugs. Like somebody just like packed a bag full of weed and was like, I'll just try entering. So what do you think? It, there must be like tons of bags that are sent and it, like, it must be like a business, right? Like they could just write those bags off. Right. Cause there's so much flowing in that. I don't, I, I don't quite know. Like, like, you know, the, my experience with this was just like there was a couple of instances of like bags packed with drugs. Yeah. And then like I think somebody was on the on the receiving side to just see if the bag popped out. And if it didn't, they would just fucking bounce. You know, okay. they were just testing yeah, yeah. something. I don't know. Yeah. I remember once there was a bag and they uncovered like a fully functional rifle inside of it. They're like, what's the fuck? I didn't get this on the, you know. Yeah. Um Yeah, like don't th- they still send them through machines on the way? I don't in, know. Right? I don't know what happened. It was like, you know, there was you know, just like just weird shit. People being made to take their shit apart and then getting pissed off. Like that job was crazy, man. Yeah, that job was so nuts. It was like, and I remember every day that I would go, I would be like, "Fuck this job! Like, why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. Like, this is hard and yeah. like awful." And everybody I work with is is like is like a grunt. Like, you know, it was just shitty. And I kind of yeah, like I I did my fair share of sort of grunt work, man. And uh, like, I have to admit that I I enjoyed it. It was it was fun. Yeah, I, I, I loved working with like you know, 
crazy dudes, you know, that just don't care. Man. <laughs> I, I kind of miss that every once in a while. But let me tell you about uh, uh, <laughs> an incident that I had sure. uh, feeling like the odd man out. So I won't name the camp, but when I was young, um, I remember one of my friends saying, hey, man, why don't you come to the summer camp? It's amazing. There's archery, uh, you know, water skiing, uh, all like the, the best activities right. ever, right? Right. And uh, <laughs> so I told my parents, I was like, hey, man, I want to go to this camp. This is crazy, you know? Okay. And they were like, uh, Todd, uh, do you know like this friend of yours? Like you're aware, you know? Um, we don't think that you should go. And I was like, why? why? So I found out why when I got to the camp. It was a Christian Christian Bible camp. <laughs> what? I have never been to church in my life. And well, who I signed up, up for this camp? It was um, my friend and his parents. Wow. And I remember like- That's remarkably presumptuous. I remember specifically like uh, there being like sort of Bible events uh, wow. at their house. And I'd Great. get invited and I wouldn't know what what was happening, right? Because I think when you're young, I don't know about when you're older. I know people will will find religion when they're older. But when you're young, you don't really have, uh, you don't really understand like the, like if you're not born into it and you're not raised that way, yeah, uh, it's it's difficult, right? Like it's a it's a challenge to sort it of can be, you know? yeah. So anyway, I show up to this camp, and I think I lasted three days before I like called my father and said, "Can you come get me?" Mm -hmm. Because, you know, these were these were a bunch of kids that were very very familiar with the Bible. And I felt like, remember when Bart goes to stay with the two Flanders kids? Like he goes to stay at Flanders house and it's mm -hmm. like, so who did that? Like they'd have quizzes. And before you would be able to go water skiing or do archery, it was always like chapel. First we do chapel or sing songs about the Bible or, and I'm not knocking religion. I know you and I have talked about this recently. Like, you know, we see the, the virtues of, of a lot of the code and the morality around it. I'm not knocking religion. But if you're not invested in it and you're not exposed to it and you enter a scenario as a child where people are singing Bible songs and asking you like Bible quizzes, that's tough, man. I felt like completely out of place, right? you know, uh, and uh, yeah, that was really weird. It was a really, really weird scenario. I just, I had to get out of there because it was actually making me feel bad that I didn't know the answer to these questions. And I, I, you know, everyone there was just like, Oh, well the answer to that is in this chapter or this, you know, have you ever had anything like that happen? Like showing up somewhere it's like, and it's kind of like, you know, when Dave Chappelle's talking about you ever get taken to the hood, but you're not expecting it. <laughs> <laughs> you ever see that? Yes, I have yeah. seen that. I, you know, I, I can't say that I've ever had something like that happen. No. Well, that's not true. Um, I mean, this is maybe kind of comparable. Like, I found myself in a situation where I was like, wow, I didn't sign up for any of this shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, I very distinctly remember when I was about 18 years old, I was downtown on Elgin, and I ran into these guys that my sister went to high school with that we had all kind of gone to grade school. Okay, yeah, yeah. But these guys were like... I was like, hey, so-and-so. And they're like, what's up? And they were all fucking hammered. Yeah. And they're like, we're bouncing right now. You're coming with us. And I was like, uh, what? And then they, they literally <laughs> grabbed me. Yeah. And they were like, let's go. We're going to go fucking drink and party and shit like that. And I was just like, uh. Rager. Did but anyone like, yell I don't know if this ever happened to you, but like, they just kind of like grabbed me. And were like, we're doing this. And yeah. it like started off in like a jovial way. And I was like, okay. I, I sort of kind of let it happen. I didn't resist. I was like, okay. Like these guys are just in rambunctious mood, right? Yeah. 
And then I proceeded to get taken onto like a Todd Phillips worthy fucking <laughs> insane adventure. Okay. It's kind of amazing, but no, it's not actually. No, it was actually horrible. traumatic. It okay. was uh so they 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 I you know, I do willingly go with them, but like apprehensively. I'm like, oh okay, you know, all right guys, let's go, you know, let's go, we'll have a beer or whatever. Yeah. And it was like, I'll never forget this. It was there was a few Ottawa 67s there, these guys that kind of knew my sister and that kind of knew me, mm-hmm. you know, and and I was just like, all right. So we went and we got I get in this car and I'll never forget it, it was like this this fucking beige Corolla. That the main guy was driving. It's like a sedan. Fuck like yeah. A, and sens- then, a sensible sedan. Yeah. And we're driving. And as soon as I get in the car, they sandwich me in the back yeah. with with two other dudes. And then one guy in the front and then the driver. And I remember just as soon as I got in the car, I was in the middle. I was like, this is going to go south bad. Why did I do this? I know <laughs> yeah. what's going to happen here right yeah. now. Something bad's going to happen. Right? Yeah. We whipped down Elgin Street. And... This guy driving, I get gets behind somebody who's driving slow. Mm-hmm. So he he like goes around him and yeah. then stops the car to block him in front of him. Once he gets in front of him, yeah. And they all get out of the car, and they're like, "We're gonna fuck this guy up." I'm like, "What?" And I'm in the back of the car. I'm like, <laughs> "I don't get out, right?" And yeah. I'm like, "Holy shit!" Yeah. And I don't know why it didn't occur to me to run out of the car at that point, but yeah. I was. I, I should have, but I didn't. I was, I, I guess I didn't want to be, I don't know. You were frozen in fear. I was kind of, no, I was frozen in like fear and like sort of maybe a bit of curiosity. I don't know, right? <laughs> so I fucking, these guys get out. These one, two, three, four dudes. I'm in the middle of the car. still so haven't even budged. I'm looking at the back window of this fucking beige Corolla. And these guys, it's, it's like another guy, I guess that they had recognized. I don't know what it was in the car with his girlfriend. These four dudes in my car. Who, who took me with them, Yeah, they start fucking pounding on this car behind us. Yeah. Like pounding the hood with their feet, breaking taillights, smashing the back window with like their fists and stuff. Yeah. Fucking the, sh- the car up, right? The girls in the car screaming, ah! The fucking guy's like, whoa, bro. Like I, all I remember is a guy going, what the fuck? Like, you know? Yeah. And they're laughing and they're dancing around. They're kicking the car. Then they all get back in the car and they're like, let's get the fuck out of here. And we go. And, and we're ripping down Colonel By like at a hundred kilometers an hour. How old are these dudes? Like how old? They, they're like my age, but they all went to Hillcrest. So like around how old were they at this time? 18, 19. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So we're ripping down fucking Colonel By. Then they pull into a side street, like in old Ottawa South. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And they proceed to go up to a random house and start kicking the fucking door of the house. <laughs> They all get out of the car. They're they're like like pounding on the window, kicking. I'm like, they must know somebody in here, right? Yeah. And then somebody opens the fucking door of this house. Yeah. And they're like, fuck you. And they flip, fuck you. Yeah. Like freaking out. Like yeah. just like, I'm like, holy fuck, these guys are lunatics. Get back in the car. I'm like, oh my God. We rip down. We go to the 7-Eleven. Yeah. You know the 7-Eleven on Bank Street? Yeah. They fucking jump in and they steal all this fucking food. Bags of chips, nibs. Chocolate, everything. They go in, they come out. Ah, fuck you, we're not paying for it. Like, just crazy. Cops get called. I get out of the car at this point, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, And I get into a fucking, I called a cab. I had like 15 bucks in my pocket. Mm-hmm. And I remember like begging the cab. I was just, get me out of here. Mm-hmm. I was like, get me the fuck out of here. And these guys didn't notice me kind of slink away when they were fucking grabbing shit inside the 7 At that point, I was like, oh, these guys are committing serious crimes. I'm getting yeah, the fuck out of here. I'm out. Uh, they all got arrested that night. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. So you got I, I heard through the grapevine that they all got arrested. I had gotten out of the whole situation before this all went down with the cops. And that is my story of getting caught up in something that I didn't intend or sign up for. 
Wow. Yeah, that that kind of thing happened to me. But more in a not really a religious camp story, but no, but it's same sort of thing. Like when I was a kid, yeah. I remember there's this, you know, no names again, <laughs> but there's this one guy and we went trick-or-treating. Okay. And uh he was like, uh, yeah, go knock on that door. It's got good candy. So I walked up to the door. And you remember how Halloween was when we were kids, man. It was just <laughs> eggs, eggs right. and toilet paper and just being stupid, right? Right, right, right. So he's like, yeah, that house has got such great candy. Right. And he's like, go get it. So I walk up to the house and I knock on the door and, uh, you know, nothing happened when I went up. But I remember this other kid goes up after me and I'm walking down the pathway. And they did have good candy, granted. So... I'm coming down the pathway and my other friends are at the bottom, like on the road. Right. So this other kid goes up to the door and knocks on the door. They open the door and right as like the homeowners open the door, they just like, like a flurry of eggs, man. Like the oh, beaches man. of Normandy eggs flying. Beaches of Normandy. Yeah. <laughs> like flying into the house, like all over the like home. Like Sonny Corleone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Godfather. The, be, like, like just fucking. Scarface. Pelted. Like, yeah. yeah. Pelted with yeah. eggs. Like eviscerated with just eggs. Just exploding yeah. eggs all over the homeowner, all over the guy. Like Robocop of, first yeah. 10 minutes of the movie. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, and. Murphy getting killed. Yeah, and then we eggs. had to run at the end. Right. That's how a lot of my, my childhood happened was, and then we had to run. You had some legitimately fucking crazy stories. Yeah, yeah. Didn't you go to a party where there's so much weed was smoked that the walls got soft? Uh, there was one that I went to and everyone was in the basement. I would just like to say <laughs> <laughs> that I don't smoke weed. But anyway, I, I was at this party. Uh, it was in South Ottawa. And the neighbors, there was, they were smoking so much weed that the neighbors were like, it was coming through the walls into the neighbor's house oh, man. from the basement. Soft walls. And it was like, yeah, there was, you ever been, you ever been to a place like that? You ever been to a place where there's just like a little waft, like a little waft like and no dank. one's smoking it, no one's smoking it. And then you look at the ceiling and the ceilings are slightly browned. Yeah. It's a, it's a dank, it's like a dank you know? waft. Like Chris and I have this friend, uh, again, no names. <laughs> But uh, we've been to several of his homes. <laughs> I remember one of his. I hope homes. he's not listening to this. He's immediately going to what we're talking about. I know, but I went to one of his homes, and uh, uh, the ceiling had so much water damage that the like the the drywall was like falling down. Basically, the you know. Oh my god, man! That's that wasn't the most notable thing about his house, or one of his houses. What no, was the most notable thing about one of his houses, Todd? All of the the mirror tables and the. Lion, yes. the the lion statues and like weird things, man. Weird things. Wait, are we talking about the same person? Yes, we are. Because what, what really jumped out at me was the screen door in his bedroom. Yes, the screen door in the, the bedroom. Door. Yeah. <laughs> he had a screen door for a bedroom door. A screen? No, that that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Okay. That's amazing. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I did have somewhat crazy, uh, crazy youth, and uh, you had a really like you had an insane. But see, I find flaming dowels, stealing cars. Like I find that, like I was the voice of reason. You all, yeah, you always were in these stories. Yes, I was always the one going, like, guys, like we you, shouldn't do this. Staying in the car and being like, this is this is not happening. Right. And then you know, pro probably now in retrospect, because I was like, ah, I'm so scared and nervous about right. everything. Right. They they were probably doing it just to egg me on and upset me. You know? Probably. You know. But uh, yeah. Yeah, I had some crazy, some crazy stories. Yeah, maybe, crazy. maybe I'll tell our listeners about my youth one day. You had, you had a lot of intense shit go down, and it yes. was, yeah, I didn't, you know, it was, it was 
I didn't really have those types of. I wasn't. A, I wasn't like crazy. Yeah. I didn't hang out with crazy people. They kind of scared me. Yeah. Like we probably would wouldn't have been friends in high yeah, school. I don't think. But again, I don't think I was the crazy one. Man. No, like, it didn't I, sound like you were ever the crazy one. But you were associating with some crazy people. Yeah. So by de- by association, it would have put you in the same pot because that's how. I it don't worked. even necessarily know that. Well, okay. Yeah, there were some instances, you know, that uh, yeah. I don't want to talk about this anymore because then I'll have to elaborate and I'm not comfortable doing that. Let me just say that I have never been charged with anything. Never. I have never been in court. I've never been. Except murder. Yeah. You know, I hey, it could be worse. You could have stolen an airplane with Gus. Yes, exactly. His, his airplane thefts. But uh, yeah, as, as an adolescent. uh, Yeah. Wow. Let's, let's leave it at that. Leave it at that. What else? uh, What else happened this uh, past week, Chris? what happened i mean um you find that everything's kind of on autopilot right now you wake up take a look at the old news sites and it's like oh uh, man i'm trying to avoid politicians are doing crazy shit i'm I'm like i'm just kind of disillusioned with all that crap right now i think that's why it's getting tougher to do this podcast sometimes because i i I look at the news and i'm just it it brings me down like it it brings me down to the max (laughs) yeah i'm I'm, i I don't know man i'm just kind of not my bag so let's talk about this then okay netflix what have you watched in the past good question so i just finished daredevil season three okay which was incredible yeah it was um surprisingly excellent okay because i was never a huge fan of uh of the daredevil comic like i was aware of it i'd read some of it yeah um i thought it was all right Mm mm-hmm but um, Daredevil season three yep. was killer. Like it was really good. So uh, I watched the first season of Daredevil. I haven't seen the second season. Yeah. Um, the second season's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I remember there it's was this, not as good as the third season. So the, the third season, it really picks up. Really good. Do you think that they did that because they've been canceling Marvel shows on Netflix left, right, and center? They're like, let's bring it again. No, I think it was just kind of, it's not often that sequels are better than the originals. Yeah. Or, or not the originals, but the, the 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 movies or episodes that came before it. Yeah. Or seasons, you know. Um. So, yeah, that was kind of cool. Um. Anyway, watch it. I strongly suggest you watch it. Now I'm okay. watching Narcos Mexico, the season three of Narcos. Oh, yeah, that just came out, eh? Yeah, so far, not bad. Yeah. Um, barely through the first episode. I've been watching a lot of Eat Salt, Fat, Love, whatever the fuck that show is. <laughs> Eat, Pray, Salt. Eat, Pray, Salt. What fuck. is that? What is that? It's um, it's a cooking show. It's a, it's a food show about like the importance of acidity and, and saltiness and sweetness and you know all the, all the different flavors and cult- cultural implications of all these things and blah, blah, blah. So that's kind of interesting. I'll watch it with my wife. Uh, what else have I been watching? That's really about it, man. You're like super laid back today. Eh? Like there's a. I'm not feeling great today, to be honest. Too much dairy. No, I I, I had back to back like sci-fi movie watching with my daughter last night. Yeah. And we ate Chinese food, and I feel gross. Like how? Like for what? What do you mean? Gastrointestinal difficulties? Yeah, I just feel like gross. Like I feel bloated and. <sighs> okay, so I'm gonna recommend a show to you. It's called Homecoming, starring Julia Roberts. Oh, I heard about this. So the premise is, and I won't uh, give any spoilers, but uh, she is a counselor slash social worker. Wow. Who uh, works for this company (laughs) called Homecoming. Okay. um, Which is a company that uh, on its surface appears to be uh, aiding veterans return to society. Okay. So they've, you know, they've got activities to do. 
uh, role playing, like regular social interaction sort of things, going to buy things at the grocery store, et cetera. Okay. But there's darker motives uh, as well. It's like really what? good. I, I would recommend it. Uh, I'm not going to say. You should watch it. It's what? pretty good. Okay. So, okay. So I'm going to put that on my Netflix wish list. Uh, that one's on Prime or uh, on you, Amazon View. Oh, so it's not on Netflix. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to do that. Uh, I, what I, else have you been watching on Netflix? I also watched, I think I told you this, I watched uh, Apostle. How was that? It was good. Uh, very much an homage to The Wicker Man. Okay. Uh, it's the story of a guy who, like the prodigal son returning, uh, his father is sort of out of the picture, uh, and it, it turns out that his sister was kidnapped and brought to an island that's uh, owned by a cult. So Whoa, the okay. brother is tasked with bringing the sister home. Okay. And it's one of these movies where you think it's one thing and then it turns out being another thing. Yeah. All together. Yeah. Wow. So it's pretty good. Okay. Um, I've been watching attack on Titan and fuck that show. I started watching Can't it. Can't handle that shit, man. Why? My kids watch that shit all the time. It's fucking terrifying. Yeah. So what? I, I started watching that. That's crazy. Uh, actually I watched the first, the whole first season of that. Okay. And that's about it. Okay, good to know. Yes, yes. That's wow. It. And uh, I haven't really been watching much else. So if you're feeling like crap, man, do you think this is a good time to cut her loose for this week? Cut what loose? The podcast. Oh, yeah. Well, how long have we been doing this? Uh, we are at... Fox not going. <laughs> we don't know. No. I could probably switch it, but let's Switch see it. Uh, let's find out, because I don't want to fucking call it's, a day. It's 20 minutes. <laughs> if it's 20 minutes, 20-minute podcast? I'm. What's the time on this bitch? Thirty-three minutes. Man, what? Only thirty-three minutes? Thirty-three minutes. I see an hour and thirty-three minutes. No, no, no. That's just the way the clock works. For real? Oh, real. Wow. Maybe we should try to get to forty-five minutes. We can do that if you want. Yeah. That just seems like a thirty-three minute. But see, this okay, and this brings up another area that we should discuss Uh is because I wanted to have sort of not not script. But topics ready every podcast. Right, okay. So that we don't go into the same, hey, Atlas Robot, Batman v Superman. Okay, well, here, we, uh, let me throw some topics out for okay, you. Okay, okay. Okay. Something significant that okay. happened this week All right. was that there is a gigantic, uh, well, a couple of things. Yep. Uh, a, a gigantic dildo shaped rock that they are convinced was an alien spacecraft entering our stellar system. Ooh, moi, moi. That's right. Also, Lights off of Ireland that everybody's talking about. Lights off of Ireland? There were like multiple reports of commercial pilots reporting lights being seen off of the coast of Ireland. And what? Yeah. You haven't read about this? No. Yeah. It was like a fucking real thing. Okay. Lights changing trajectories really, really fast. Like couplings of lights. Like some fucking third and enc- third close encounters of the third kind kind of shit. Okay. So. Giant dildo in space. Giant dildo in space. What do I, you're asking me what I think about this? Yeah. Okay, so I read about the, that Harvard paper that said that it could have been an alien probe. Yeah. Um, but I also read articles that said that's highly unlikely because uh, this thing was apparently tumbling through space. Okay. Like, it wasn't just sort of, you know, it looks like the crystal from the Dark Crystal or something. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. So it wasn't like it was flying by like this. It was actually turning like it was spinning around and tumbling through space like it was out of control right however i heard that it also accelerated out of our solar system is that true i don't know i didn't hear that okay um 
I don't know. I heard it transformed into Omega Supreme. What do you think? <laughs> Omega Supreme? <laughs> Remember Omega Supreme from Transformers? Well, who was Omega Supreme? Dude, Omega Supreme was like a, a serious Autobot, but in the toys, he was like a train on the track. And sh- here, I'll fucking call it up. Omega Supreme, I got it for Christmas. A train. I got it for Christmas one year, and it was like serious business. Omega Supreme. So Supreme. Here it is. So nice. Omega Supreme is the name of a fictional character from the Transformers franchise. He's always an Autobot and is often depicted as a gigantic Transformer with vast strength or overwhelming firepower. Okay. Um, See if I can find a picture of this fucking Omega Supreme. Omega Supreme. Here we go. This guy. Who's huge. Oh, okay. Yes, I do remember that guy. And I remember the toy had this grappling hook hand. It was really cool. So what is your take on Oumuamua? Yeah, I noticed you've been posting a lot of space shit, man. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know what that thing was, but it was like, it was interesting. Do you think it was an alien probe? I have no opinion on this. I, I, I have no idea. Every time I try to think of this shit, it bugs me a bit because it's like, eh. I think that what what we should be taking from this is wow how cool something from like outside our solar system entered it right you know like like something moving at high velocity came from somewhere other than our solar system in here and i don't like thinking about this stuff because i just think of that movie knowing with nicholas cage and oh shit man i went to go see that and i remember going like wow i'm actually really depressed yeah, And I can't even think of that movie because it was so disturbing. So I remember that was the perfect example of you went into that movie thinking it was one thing. And then at the end, you're like, that was not what I was. That's, I, no, didn't, yeah. I didn't sign up for that. I didn't, actually, yeah. That I should be the not, name of this podcast. Yeah. I didn't sign up for this because that's yeah. exactly what that's a perfect. That was a perfect yeah. segue. Yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't sign up for that. Let's shit. let's go full spoiler on this. And if, I don't think anybody gives a shit. Yeah, the movie's like 10 years old. Yeah. So the premise of this movie Nicholas Cage. Yep. Uh, he's a professor, a teacher of an academic, right? an academic, yeah. and uh, they find this time capsule that was buried. They don't find it. They they unearth this time capsule, and inside, uh, this girl mm-hmm. had put a series of numbers on a piece of paper, right? Mm-hmm. And those correlate to dates when major disasters had happened. Correct. So you think this is going to be like? Let's solve this and figure out when the next disaster is. Well, it turns out the next disaster is the sun's going to fucking explode, so you have nowhere to run, nowhere <laughs> to hide. Nope. But the, the sort of saving grace is that his son, uh, being one of the people that translated these codes, uh, is picked up by the aliens to populate another planet. Correct. But meanwhile... Nicholas Everybody Cage, else dies. Nicholas Cage gets fucking incinerated and shit in his house, man. With his old p- folks. Everybody's yeah. just waiting to die in Everybody's the Everybody's all old and like they see this wave of fire coming through. Rose Burns all frying up. Like, oh no, she died earlier in the movie. Basically, yeah, they should have called that movie. <laughs> yeah. Basically, they should have called that movie Don't Get Attached to Anybody and You're All Gonna Die Someday. Yeah, like, it was really depressing. It was really, really the, depressing. Like, and then the end of the movie is like the two kids yeah. that they bring to populate this next planet, the next Adam and Eve. Yeah. Yeah, and I was just like, I don't give a shit about these motherfuckers. Like, yeah, fuck these kids yeah. and fuck this movie. This is why I anticipate you don't like thinking about this stuff. No, I don't because so it, much- it threatens my the natural order of things. Like it, it's it's like you know like in my head at least it's like, this, like dude. Like, do you think about the sun? I can't think about the sun. Can't think about the sun. 
Sun, uh, I see why people have worshipped that thing for fucking. I can't know, think about that. I can't think about it because, like, any day it could just, you know. I love the movie Interstellar, but yeah. I can tell you right now, I would never go to space. I'm sure Gus would would agree with me. I know he would. But you, you know that scene in Interstellar where he's like falling through time at the end? Yes, yes. I'd be like, man, put a bullet in my head. I don't want to fucking deal with shit. You don't want to fall through time? <laughs> no. You know the part where he's like, okay, he he ejects Tars or Case, whatever yeah. that robot is, yeah. and then he just like he's ejects in himself into space? And he's playing. He's yeah, like, yeah. okay, I'm, I'm coming to terms with my death. I'll, I'll die in a vacuum. He's just floating around near Saturn. I'm dying. Whatever. I'm going to die not even my solar system. You posted another space thing this week. And space is fucked. Okay. It's a fucked up place. Why would you want to go there? I think that, you know, no. if if I didn't have any family, right? if I didn't uh, accomplish anything in my life. You'd you go know, to space. Yeah. What? Why? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it would take very much for me to go to space, but I would never do like this these crazy missions where there's no return ticket. See, this is this goes back to the, you know, the, it's not what I signed up for. I know for a fact yeah. that space is definitely not what I signed up Super for. Super deadly, yeah. Which is, in fact, why I would never sign up to do it. Yeah. Like, even the training of going to space is nuts. Yeah, like having to deal with all the Gs and everything. It's like, oh, let's put it in this container and then whip you around. So let's transition into, mm-hmm. I know we're going back and forth here, but um, what about these Irish lights? Tell me more about this. No, just like multiple commercial airline pilots were like, hey, Mission Control, hey, Tower, uh, I see six lights moving at insane speeds and changing trajectory on a dime. Mm-hmm. You see this shit? And then like another guy would chime in and be like, Hello, this is Captain So-and-so of British Airways. I see lights. Don't know what they are. They're not coming close to us. So did they get them on radar, whatever these things were? I don't quite know, but it just all that I read was that it was reported by multiple commercial pilots and that mm-hmm. the Irish government is formally investigating this. See, the only way that I could see this being plausible is is like the whole UFO thing. Mm-hmm. Is A, if there were like multiple species. Right. Right? Because they like, I was talking... I was talking to a guy at work and they were like, you notice how, how as our technology gets more complex, the UFO technology gets more complex. <laughs> yeah, sort of. He brought this up and he's like, don't you think it's a bit weird that like UFOs used to look like hubcaps hovering through the air? Like someone just frisbeed <laughs> a hubcap through the air. Yeah. And now it's fucking motherships and like giant triangles and yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. That's a bit weird to me, you know? I, but, yeah. But, um, you know, with the whole, uh, admission that you know there's stuff flying around the Pacific Ocean that they don't know. You know what I mean? In the states, yeah. that guy what was his name Hector Elizondo or something. Hector Elizondo, the actor? No, not Hector Elizondo. What was his name? Look up Elizondo to the Stars Academy. What was his name? Hector Elizondo was in Predator Two. Damn it, <laughs> Elizondo. So he's the dude that did the that Pentagon twenty two million dollar program, which I find Stars also Academy. okay. Here we go to the Start Academy. Luis, what was his name? Um, hmm. did you watch these? Yes, I have watched these. What do you think of those Blink one eighty two videos? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's kind of crazy. And, you know, and the the pilots in the recordings very obviously are confused as to what these things may be. I think so. Yeah. And the thing that disturbed me, Luis Elizondo. Yeah, Luis. Sorry, Hector. Yeah, Luis Elizondo. <laughs> so he's saying that in these investigations, yeah, they've come across objects in the sky, right, of unknown origin. Who knows if it's extraterrestrial, right? Okay. Um, that can maneuver unlike anything that we have. Okay. 
or that they're aware of and uh, seem to be otherworldly in origin and that they have materials in warehouses somewhere in Las Vegas. What do you think of that? I think it's probably true. So what do you think it's probable that it's extraterrestrial or probable that it's technology that we have and that we're testing? I think it's, I don't know. I don't know. <clears throat> like most scientists, I believe that there's definitely um, other civilizations and, and races out there. Mm -hmm. I don't see why there wouldn't be. But on the same token, I think that like. Why would they come here? No, I know why they would come here. To see like it's the a, same reason why we would go there yeah, if like, we knew there was something there, right? Like a burgeoning society sort of thing? Yeah, or? something to study and analyze yeah. or, or, or not only that, that maybe they're self-interested like we are yeah. and we're going to exploit resources. Yeah. You know, so, but I think that there's such a huge vast distance between these, these, these star systems and stellar systems and. Highly unlikely. I think it's, I think, you know, who said this? Um. Miguel Alcubier, the guy who's uh, building the Alcubier drive, yep. or like working the theoretical math behind that. Mm -hmm. He said it's like there's, or even like an avatar, you know, yep. like an, an avatar getting to Pandora. Yeah. That was what, like four light years away? Yeah. I think it's such an insane distance that you, it's very, it's extraordinarily hard to get from one point to another. Because you got to remember, if you get there and there's nothing there, then you're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Right? Yeah, yeah. Like you get there, it's all for nothing. You've, you've been in stasis for like twenty years. You well, get yeah. up and it's so, like, wow. like you know, like when I watched Avatar, I was like, wow, that whole journey is four years. And so, then, you know, don't you think it's more likely, especially with the maneuverability of these things? Okay, what if they're just probes? You know, I think that's that's a greater likelihood that they're just probes. You know, just checking us out. Seeing... I think that's what it is because if you think about it, that's all we're doing mm -hmm. on Mars is we're just sending probes. Yeah. We want to get a man there, but that's very close, like in terms of within our solar system. Yeah. But if you think about Voyager, like we launched Voyager, like what, 40 years ago? Yeah. And that just left the solar system. Yeah, that's crazy. Like the distance yeah. there, you know. So uh, I think that the only way it would be plausible to me, there, I have crazy thoughts just like everybody, man. Okay. But I think about the abyss. I'm like, imagine they, if we've only explored 5% of the ocean, imagine there was like, uh, an intelligent, another intelligent species on earth in the ocean, you know, something like yeah. that. Yeah. Or what if life exists in a different way and there is intelligent, other intelligent life forms in our own solar system, for example. Uh, know? that's, that's possible. I you think know? that's actually, I think like on Europa or IO or any of those, I think there's probably some kind of microbial or, Bacterial life. Yeah. I'm, I, I wouldn't be surprised if but there is. With regards to space, that's what I find these days is there's very obviously some very, uh, or, or it's changing. Like the opinions are changing very rapidly. First it was like, nope, we're the only life in the entire universe. And then it was like, no, it's very likely that there probably is life elsewhere. And yeah. now they're like, is there life on Mars? Is there water on Mars? Yeah. Is you know what I mean? Like it, it seems to be opening like through the math that the probability is that there's these other yeah. civilizations to meet. So you know we had these stories about the uh, massive alien. Uh, what remember that star? There was a star in the news that they couldn't explain the fact that it was um, getting darker 
in what seemed like a oh. cycle. Yeah, and they were like, it's probably a halo or whatever. Yeah, you know, like like a, the, it's the, probably halo, yeah. It's probably halo. It's like this massive alien structure surrounding the star to harness its power or something, you know? Like the fact that these are scientific papers that are proposing this now and not just like that's what me, I mean, man. me like, and my tinfoil hat in the basement. Yeah, that's what I morning. mean. It's like I think it's mostly – I think it's there's such a vast distance to these places, even yeah. looking at them through yeah. telescopes and stuff like that, that like – I think it's impossible for us to 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 ever find this shit out. Yeah, That's, unless they build something that can get us from point A to point B, like Stargate style. I don't well, know. I, I find that like it, it seems more likely to me that the first thing that we'll do is that uh, is uh, Starshot. Have you heard of this project? I think it's called Project Starshot. Is that where they like just jettison you into space? No, no, no. It's not people at all. It's tiny, tiny uh, sort of nanobots that they just like shoot out into space okay. in all directions and they have uh i think they have like little light sails on them which will accelerate these things so that they can go extremely fast plus because they're so small the possibility of them reaching their destination is greater because of space debris you know how much like space debris is out there right right, right. Uh, I could see more of that, just like shooting a massive amount of these nanobots out into space with a with a goal of getting somewhere and and just seeing like is there stuff out there because they're finding planets all the time now, man. It seems like every week there's like we found a super Earth or we found a planet in the Goldilocks zone, and the fact that they can do that is crazy, man. They're looking at the amount of light coming from these stars, and they can tell by the dimming of these lights and. Like, uh, it, looking at the type of light that comes off it. Yeah, like, dude, I know. But here's the thing. We're yeah. fucking with some shit that we got to be prepared to maybe pull the fucking shoot on. Because, like, just getting back to the theme of this podcast, I like. I think there's at least a remote possibility that, like, one day we're going to be like, oh, we found something. Yeah. Or, like, they confirm it, right? Yeah. And then it's like. What do we do? No, it's not only that. It's, it's, it's like, oh, we found life. Oh, it's hostile. Oh, it's brutal or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Oh, it's scary. And then it's like, oh, we didn't sign up for this shit. We just assumed that we were going to be <laughs> able benevolent. to still be at the top of the food chain in some capacity. Yeah, yeah no. I'm not saying it's going to be like, yeah. you know, like fucking Independence Day or something like yeah. that. But I am saying it's going to be like sobering. Yeah. It's going to be like, wow, did we really want to uncover or open this Pandora? You know, open this Pandora's well, box? Probably not. I, I I read this article about how there are people that are very much against. Like, it's okay for us to listen, right? But in regards to sending messages, they're staunchly against it, specifically for that reason. Because we don't know what's out there. We man, we could wake up one day and it's just all the silver balls from fucking what was that horror movie? Man, Phantasm. Phantasm. Fuck me. No. Like Phantasm balls all over the world, man. Just like that was another movie I watched, and I was like, okay, this looks. Oh, didn't sign up for this near the end. Phantasm, man, that shit could happen. Fucking scary. It could fall from the sky. Silver balls everywhere in your face, drilling yeah. off your nose. No, and shit. thanks. Um. There was one other thing that I wanted to ask you about that was space related, and uh, I think it's gone. So um, <laughs> text me later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's all Chris and I do is just send each other ridiculous random texts, yeah. YouTube things. Oh wait, that's that's this is one what other thing it? that what I want it? to bring up. Okay, so be honest with me, man. Do okay. you look up stupid stuff on the internet? Twenty four seven. Yes. But How often? Like, do you read, listen <laughs> to stuff? Is that? Do you, know do you listen to stuff that you're just like? Why am I listening to this? Yes, often. Okay. So there's this uh, YouTube page called Bright Insight. Okay. And it's this guy, and he talks about, like, alternate Earth histories and, uh, uh, you know, what people would classify as 
pseudo history and pseudoscience, right? So he believes that he uh, or or other people have located the location of Atlantis. Okay. First off, I need to ask you, what do you think about Atlantis? I don't believe Atlantis exists. Okay. No. So his whole thing is, do you know the story of Atlantis? Yes. Okay. So his whole thing is that uh, in Mauritania, which is the northeastern coast of Africa. Right. There is this structure in the desert called the, I think it's the Rikhat structure. It's R-I-C-H-A-T. And it's called the Eye of Africa. It's visible from space. Okay. So this thing is three circles, like concentric circles, uh, and, and it fits like the, the geographical dimensions of what Atlantis should be. Uh, it looks like it was filled with water at one point. Um, basically, I was like, wow, this is pretty interesting. Wow, cool. Because you know me, I like history. And the story of Atlantis came from uh, an ancestor of Plato's named Solon. Mm-hmm. Uh, who went to Egypt and heard about Atlantis from them. That's the only account that we have. That's that's where all this stuff came from, like, you know, underwater cities and all this so shit. So what happened to Atlantis? It sank in the ocean? Yeah, so they got too greedy and too uh, uppity. So Poseidon sank it into the ocean in a single day, right? Anyway, you should watch this video because <laughs> it was like 2 in the morning. I'm watching this. I'm like, yeah, man, Atlantis, it's it. That's where it is. And then the next day I woke up and came back to my senses and I was like, why do I even care? Why do I even care? Why? Why do I care? Yeah, that's funny. You should watch it. It's pretty, it's right, pretty I'll cool. Watch it. It's pretty cool. Then I don't believe in Atlantis. Why? I think it's bullshit. I, you know, come on. How old do you think humanity is? See, this is where I start bending my noodle a little bit. I okay. think humanity's, I don't know, man. 100,000 years old? Yeah, I think so far the Half oldest. a million years old? I don't know. Yeah, I think it's like they've found, you know, modern humans close to 200,000 years old. Like the the science, like the scientists. I I I almost feel like Have you ever basically I what I'm getting at is have you ever gone down this rabbit hole on YouTube? I don't want to. Okay. I didn't sign up for this shit. It's going to bake my face off. Like Yeah, I, it I, will I, bake your face no, off. I don't want to do that. I, yeah. I want to oh God makes me uncomfortable even talking about this shit. I don't want to know the truth sometimes. I want to be fucking <laughs> cypher in the first matrix. I want to fucking have a bottle of wine, a nice steaks, steak, yeah. and live a lie in some cases. You yeah. know? I don't want to know how the sausage is made. Yeah. And I don't think you do either, man. I think that no. like there's some things better left unsaid. I'm I'm at the point in life when I watch these videos and it just like as a you know, like a distraction, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'd be cool if it was true, but you know, where's the evidence, blah, 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 you know. I have an open mind, but I definitely need evidence, you know. Which wow. is why I say, uh, with regards <laughs> to the UFOs, <laughs> to the alternate world histories, like, really cool job, guys, all you researchers out there. I appreciate all the work that you've done. Show me the money, you know. I'll, I'll be right with you if you can give me, like, that one thing, you know. Dude, this is exactly what I'm talking about. It's like... Really what I'm hearing from you, and I agree with you, is, yeah, I'd love to find out if aliens existed or if there's other civilizations, as long as it doesn't threaten me in any way or will disturb me greatly. As long as Phantasm 3 doesn't happen. Yeah, and that's my my thing is, like, we don't know. So do we really, like, what if it is? Yeah. Then we're all fucked. We're going to need pretty well, like, (laughs) pretty well, like, 
global therapy to deal with the yeah. harsh realities of certain things. Yeah. Humans aren't good at that shit. Humans are not good at like the inconvenient truths of certain things. No, I think certain people are. I think um, we're generally not good with it. Generally, no, in groups, definitely. But I think individually, some people can deal with things a bit better than others, you know? Yeah, those are called leaders. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, don't, anyway, I am I mean, not a leader. I know that. Me neither. I don't this, want to do that shit. I've been on this planet for 39 no. years. I, I'm not a leader. I no, I want to be comforted. Leader. Yes, yes. You want, I'll comfort you, Chris. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. On that note, yeah. we should call it a day. All right. I'll talk exactly to you. Exactly 55 minutes. So should we have a guest on next week then? Yeah, we should. All right. We'll work on that. Okay. In the meantime, I appreciate the Sunday evening with you. Yes. And uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Don't leave your fucking coffee garbage here. You always Suck my leave dick. Your, okay. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye.